Hi everyone, my name is Gabriel and this is the Hour of the Raven, your channel for everything Ravenloft, RPG, Dungeons and Dragons and horror. Today we will explore the legends about the origins of the Vistani and their various tribes and tasks. But first, a few warnings to the unwary travelers who approach the fire to hear their stories. The Vistani are a fictional ethnic group who draw their inspiration directly from the Romani culture, mistakenly colored gypsies. However, it's not possible to turn a blind eye to the fact that the Vistani are a stereotypical portrayal of this culture, much closer to the unjust portrayal that these people receive in the folklore and horror tales in the Western culture. Also, if you want to know the Vistani through the recent Curse of Strad adventure, you will find that the Vistani described here has a very diverse and more complex origins and characteristics. The Curse of Strad adventure does not delve into the Vistani tribes or their origins. According to the 5th edition adventure, the Vistani have aided Strad centuries ago, while he was wounded in a military campaign, and gained the Count's favor and free passage through his lands. Over time, they began to serve as Strad spies, and many were corrupted by the vampire. The focus of this video will be only on the Vistani origins and tribes as described in the Ravenloft campaign setting on the 2nd and 3rd edition of Dungeons and Dragons. Are you ready? Then sit around the campfire. The night is dark and dangerous, but in the safety of their camp, the Vistani share their legends and secrets under the crackling of the Dorog's bonfire. The Vistani are a nomadic people able to travel through the mists. In their travel, they follow in Vardos, practical and rustic carriages, and organize themselves into caravans. A caravan can be composed of small or quite large groups, and their members are bound by blood and friendship always belonging to the same tribe. The Vistani tribes are composed of groups of various caravans, scattered across many distant lands, but united by ties of culture and tradition. The tribes share habits, secrets, skills, and pass it from generation to generation. Marriage union among the Vistani is rarely performed outside the members of the same tribe. Finally, the tribes recognize themselves in large groups known as tasks, true Vistani nations, encompassing various tribes. The tribes of the same task have common characteristics and abilities, and share legends about their origins lost in the remote past. The three great Vistani tasks are the Kaldrash, known as skilled artifices and service providers, the Bohemians, known as artists and performers, and the Manusas, the masters of the occult and arcane secrets. The Kaldrash task legend of origin is linked to a mysterious conqueror named Vistan. Legend tells that Vistan was not the king or sovereign of this people, but he marched with a large army and vast resources, conquering many kingdoms in a great military campaign. The Kaldrash tribes did not share their war or cause, 
what followed this great army, leaving their homeland behind to forge their weapons, care for their horses, and heal their wounded. But tragedy and defeat came upon the great army of Vistan, and its forces were massacred and enslaved in a distant land called Transil. For the support of Vistan, the tribes were called the Vistani by the Transil conquerors. Because they weren't sworn to King Vistan, they were not enslaved, but were cursed by the Transil to never return back home. It was then that Caldrish arose among the Vistani and told his people about his vision of how, traveling on the many roads of the world, one day they would return to their ancestral home. The Caldrish are known as master craftsmen and usually travel in large caravans through the lands of the mists. Sometimes with nearly 50 members accompanied by large herds. Its arrival in the city is boasted by its members as they survive from the trade of their art and craft. Both men and women of the Caldrish tribes often dress in a practical way, with clothes that prefer durability and comfort. Men often wear large moustaches and usually carry hats, and women usually prefer to wear pants over dresses and skirts on their usual attire. Caldrish task members are usually reserved and practical in their actions. They value their privacy, and although they are polite when dealing with Georgios, they stay away from intrigue and politics, and rarely display passionate behavior outside their inner circle. Although not known for their mystical gifts, they have a strong instinct to sniff out conflict situations, and they take advantage of this gift to profit from offering their services. The Caldrash tasks consider themselves withdrawn from time, and do not mark or record the passage of time in any way. In their mindset, every moment is the sum of all of the existence, past, present and future. Interestingly, the Caldrash tend to live long lives, and many believe that the Caldrash stop aging at maturity, living a long life expectancy until they finally give up of life and finally begin to age. All Caldrash tribes are known for their skills and crafts, which set them apart and in which they survive. All Caldrash tribes are known for their skills and crafts, which set them apart and which is the means of their survival, offering services through the many places they travel. The Kami are a tribe from the Caldrash known for their forging ability. Their work with weapons, armor, locks, horseshoes, nails and adornment is recognized even by dwarfs as a work of great proficiency and expertise. The Kami smiths work with great speed and agility in their forges, and their weapons are considered masterpieces and much sought by magic users to create magic weapons. The Iqua are a tribe from the Caldrash task, known for their animal handling. Rumors say that the Iqua can communicate with animals, and many attest that the beasts respond to their commands. The Iqua are expert riders, used to ride horses without any kind of cell, 
and to perform mounted stunts in high speed. Whenever they go on their travels, they are requested for the animals they sell, whether they're majestic trained mounts or other sorts of trained animals, sought by the arcane and occultist as familiars. However, the purchase of an equal animal is not a simple matter of price, as the negotiation is only concluded if the animal also demonstrates the acquiescence to the new owner. The Iqua are excellent trackers and employ trained dogs to assist them in their search. Though not inclined to mystical abilities, rumors say that the Iqua are capable of carving small stone figurines of animals, and that on certain nights, while engaged in sacred moon rituals, these statues come to life and act as guardians of the camp. The secrets of making these little figurines are strongly protected by the Iqua, and they do not sell these exotic artifacts. The Vatraska is the last tribe of the Kaldosh task. They are known for their knowledge and healing abilities. One of the harvest Vistani tribes, the Vatraska do not use clerical spells or common magic in their craft, but have a deep knowledge of herbs, bandages and potions and are said to be able to cure or alleviate almost any disease and condition for the proper price. Supposedly, even the food prepared by this mysterious tribe has the power to accelerate the natural healing process, speeding up the recovery from wounds and ills. There is a dark side to the Vatraska tribe, because they also trade dangerous toxins and poisons, with the most varied and powerful effects. From little poisons to wines that can boil a man's blood, or even a vial that if consumed makes a person slowly lose their five senses until they become material and disappear. The price for such powerful poisons is only surpassed by the respective antidotes. The Bohemian task have an origin legend in the form of a melancholy and bitter song. The song tells of the melancholy and sadness of someone who is hopeless, homeless, condemned to wander eternally in the world because of the murder of his true friend, the one responsible for stealing his true love, his reason to live. The tribes of this task rarely go unnoticed on their travels. Their arrival in towns or city is always trumpeted in a very dramatic way usually accompanied by music, dance and chants. Younger men tend to sway and jump between vital roofs while playing violins, while beautiful girls dance happily swinging their flower-trimmed dresses, and large trained animals follow the caravan performing tricks. Rarely a caravan of these tasks has more than two dozen members, but its noisy and lively entourage seems to occupy every corner of a town with their presence. The men of Bohemian task often dress in black pants, but in loose-fitting silk colorful shirts. They usually wear long hair, a goatee, and ears adorned with many earrings. The women of this task are both mysterious and seductive, wearing dresses that accentuate their beauty and mystique, usually in flashy colors, and that moves fluidly with their bodies. Women wear large adornments and jewelry, and some have the habit of walking barefoot. The Bohemian's behavior is rather intriguing and somewhat contradictory. 
In public, they behave passionately and cheerfully, and present themselves as charming and festive, exalting the mysteries and pleasures of a romantic view of life on the road. In the privacy of the camps, however, far from the eyes of the Georgios, they behave in a melancholy and frustrated manner, often muttering a great resentment at the circumstances of their lives. Their bonfires are marked by sad violins, slow and dramatic gesture dances, and tragic stories. Bohemians see times as a pre-established and unchanging line, with well-defined past and future. Time, however, is a winding road, full of curves and dangers, and it's not always possible to see what lies beyond the curves and inevitably awaits in the future. Bohemians are also known for their ability to enchant people with their presence. Many believe that this ability goes beyond the simple charisma and influence, and they are able to sway even people hostile to the Vistani to become friendly and tolerant, albeit only during the short time they are in their presence. The Bohemians are known as true artists, but they also offer some criminal services and have a bad reputation for applying rogue scams. With little or no respect for the law, they believe that the victims of their schemes are doomed to this fate, and so they are not responsible for any suffering they caused, and that in taking advantage of the situation is just natural, and they did so only because others would do that in their places. The Nayats are one of the two tribes that compose the Bohemian task. They present themselves as a merry band, and their vados and caravans are always colorful and adorned, usually accompanied by exotic objects and animals for display. Whenever they settle in a city, they set up a small circus. Music, dancing, jugglers, magic tricks and bizarre exhibitions accompany these people. They also offer some dangerous activities in their circles, as a chance to fight with a trained bear and the mysterious house of mists, a cabin that exposes brave customers to illusion horrors. In addition to the well-known entertainment offered, the Nayat are also sought after for their excellent quality in manufacture of musical instruments, and their violins are greatly appreciated by the Katakas bards. The other tribe of the Bohemian task are the Corvara. This tribe is largely responsible for confirming the Vistani's bad reputation across the lands of the mist, as its members often engage in all sorts of illicit scams and schemes. Their camp often emulates the little circus of their sister tribes, the Nayat, but offers risky and dangerous diversions, such as gambling, fighting, and drinking contests. Kovara members have many skills and tricks, but do not stand out for offering any product or services to the communities they pass. On the contrary, this tribe is known for their stealth and its known ability to open locks and build skeleton keys. They are masters of distorting words and agreements in their favors, and their stays in towns and villages is never too long for their actions to start attracting unwanted attention from the local authorities. In their eyes, their schemes are true works of art, 
and they take great pleasure in telling other Vistanis how they gained advantage over their victims. The mysterious task of the Manusa has a legend of cosmic origin. According to the legend, gods and mortals live in harmony in a world of light. Out of the void, however, came the dark powers, which whispers to the man lies and promises, saying that they could usurp the place of the gods. Of all the creations of the gods, only the Manusa refused the promises of the dark powers and aligned themselves with the gods. Much damage was caused by the Great Split, and the gods shared with the Manusa the knowledge of time and destiny, so that among mortals they could reveal the tragic fate that awaited them, in the defiance of the gods. When the Manusa revealed the truth about their destiny, the mortals abandoned the fight against the gods and begged for their forgiveness. The gods forgave their foolish creations, but now they regretted freely granting the Manusa the secrets of time. The treacherous god then banished the Manusa to the void and condemned them to live under the constant vengeance of the dark powers. The Manusa, however, kept the secrets of time and know that the gods and mortals would not live in harmony forever and one day they will obtain their revenge. The tribes of the Manusa are small and represented only by a single caravan, with no more than six individuals. No child accompanied these caravans, and varying accounts seem to indicate that these rare tribes are composed of the same members for many centuries. Men and women of these tribes exude an aura of mystery. The men are dressed in long robes and rustic cloaks, usually open at the chest, filled with pockets and hidden partitions. Men do not cut their long tangled hair and birds, and wear a turban over their heads. The women in this task often dress in blue or purple silk blouses and long skirts, and wear scarves and shawls adorned with mystic symbols. The Musa tribe do not negotiate with Yorios or settle near their cities. Usually, it is the Manusa caravans that meet the Georgios when they wish to meet, not the other way around. They are totally disinterested in worldly affairs, as if they were separated from time itself. The members of the Manusa task believe they live outside time, and that time itself is just a tool they use as they see fit. Of all the Vistani, these are the ones who most possess mystical divinations abilities and seems to travel exclusively through the mists. Some believe that the Manusa have not only the knowledge of time, but may choose to live and move through different periods of time, searching for the moment that suits them best. Nevertheless, they refuse anyone foolish enough to ask them to alter the course of past or future events. The Kanja are a Manusa tribe known for the knowledge and use of arcane magic. Many fear the Kanja because their knowledge of the future always allows them to have the correct spells memorized for any given situation. This tribe is known for its mystical ability to conjure a Zalev, a kind of supernatural servant who can take many forms. 
This supernatural servant I used to stalk and bring a person wherever the conjure decides he must be. Although frightening, these servants are not able to attack or hurt their targets, only directing them to their destination. Conjures are also known for their ability to build lunar amulets that can increase arcane magical abilities and protect someone from the evil eye curse. Finally, the Manusa task harbor the most mysterious and powerful of the Vistani tribes, the Zaravan. The select tribe of the Vistani is led by the enigmatic Madame Eva, a figure of great power, and accounts of her presence spend many centuries of existence. The Zaravan are feared even among the Vistani, and are said to have complete vision of fate and control over time. Madame Eva is known as the Rauni of the Raunis, the ultimate leader of the Vistani people, even though the nature of such a role is unknown to us. Some suggest that the name of the Zaravan tribe has something to do with the origins of the Zarovich, the legendary noble family that rules over Barovia, but such relation could not be confirmed. The full moon night is approaching and the Vistani caravan prepares for a mysterious lunar ritual that will renew their mystical energies. Under the round stern gaze, we are warned to remain within the Vado, otherwise we will suffer from merciless curses. Do you still have the courage to search for the deepest mysteries of the Vistanis? Then, subscribe to this channel as we follow the Vistani into the woods to reveal their darkest secrets.